Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. <laughs> I'm your lone away from home, because HBO is cutting fucking everything, and oh, guess what? Doesn't get to TNT, new reboot. It's this fucker right here with a rotting face, and anyways, I'm all alone right now, so I'm just doing shits and everything. But anyways, this is the 150th episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. <laughs> and here's your ghoulish hosts, Steve-O Mooney and Anna. <laughs> take it away, I gotta take a nap. Thank you, Crypt Creeper. Yes, this is episode 150 of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. This is actually, interesting enough, this is almost a... Um, this is actually a crossover episode because this is not only a uh, not another B horror cast, but I'm also going to release it as a long box cast. Now that I think about it, because the film we will be talking about tonight is the Marvel Presents Werewolf by Night. Now, before we dive into the actual film, we'll probably give you a little bit of background of where this character actually came from. Uh, and I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not too entirely sure everything about this character in fact i actually want to read on uh this character now and the character that i'm talking about is jack russell um he is uh, a quote-unquote werewolf by night but we'll get into that and so on and so forth so anna without further ado how are you hello i'm good how are you and we did it we got to 150 episodes i know which is kind of crazy if you think about it especially considering the fact that like we took off so much time because i was doing school and i was too distracted and didn't have any really time to do it and plus i'm lazy so that was kind of problematic anyways clearly i am high energy right now Woo! yeah i guess we well we've been doing podcasts back to back since you have not uh, been in school so basically yes. every episode will be released weekly so we've been hopefully catching up on that we'll hopefully we'll hopefully keep you guys running until the end of the year with new stuff of course there might be Minimum. like a well i was gonna say of course there might be a little hiatus such as with the holiday season coming up but we'll probably make sure to release yeah. like a christmas episode before we go on hiatus and same with thanksgiving and all that kind of stuff but uh, we just wrapped up with Halloween, so yeah, we are now into November, and this is a film that I wanted to see. In fact, I had to watch it twice. Um, first <laughs> time I was a little distracted, but second time I was glued to that thing, but I've already seen this movie twice, and this is probably the most I've seen a Marvel movie twice. I mean, I don't count Deadpool as a Marvel movie at yeah, that time. Yeah, it was technically Fox It was still a Fox movie, time. and I ended up seeing Deadpool 1 three times in theaters, and Deadpool 2 two times in theaters. But it was more than that. I thought we saw it at least four times. I think I saw it five, because I think I saw it one time without well, you. Well, I saw it with... Um, I saw it with you, then yep. I saw it with my brother, then I saw it with Eric. And you and I also saw it whenever we went with uh, Nate and Kendra the one time. Oh, okay, so I saw it four times then. And then the second movie, I think I saw it two or three times in theater. Mm -hmm. Those movies are both really good. And that's the funny part. I love those movies, but I did not expect to... Like, Spider-Man, No Way Home, I expected to see again in theaters. Did not. Didn't even see yeah. it again in the release. Now, the digital extended version is out, so I was like, fuck it, I'll just get that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, most of the, most movies now I only see one time in theaters, but I remember like being like, holy fuck, do I want to go see that movie again? Uh, yeah. Kind of thing. So, But yeah, this one I definitely watched twice. I most likely will watch it again because I want... Uh, the director of this movie to do more of these fuck give him the the universal horror universe right now dude like he did yeah. such. And now this is the thing now i understand a lot of people said like this isn't like how the character is in the comics and stuff and i get that i understand your quarries with that and whatnot i've never read the comics so after seeing to me 
to me this was a very good like universal monster movie back in the you know in the 1920s um yeah this was like up my alley like so like yeah, hardcore that, was... that i absolutely like i i love this they did a great job with the music they did a great job with it's all in black and white so the like cinematography, cinematography was amazing um and then even they introduced a character which i never thought i would see in live action um so i thought that was really cool but again before we do this movie review we mm-hmm. will give you spoilers and and whatnot things like that but it's so weird to be actually talking about a marvel property right now on a horror podcast because to me it's like my long box cast is usually its own thing which i haven't done in ages because i need a host yeah that's right i still need co-hosts so if you're looking to do co-hosting fucking hit me up anyways um but yeah so werewolf finite um this movie as far as i remember um like the first time i heard about him was he actually fought against moon knight which is also a supernatural character in the Marvel Universe. Uh, He first was uh, in Marvel Spotlight number two, February of 1972, uh, while the second incarnation of this character did not come in until October 2020. Oh, interesting. So that means this character has been around for since the 70s. Wow, that is one of the longest running, like, single... Well, it wouldn't be the longest running, I will say this. I said one of the... Well, I'm saying, so it was debuted in 1972 in September, and it ran for 43 issues and ran through March of 1977. Oh, okay. I thought it was continuing to go, so... Okay, that was my misunderstanding. But yeah, I was going to say, like, that's a really long time for them to not do an update to their character, because, like, Spider-Man has had, like, how many different Oh, yeah, there's been, like, the Spectacular Spider-Man, the Amazing Spider-Man, you know, Spider-Man Unlimited, Spider-Man, like, there's just been so many different... Spider-Man 2099. Spider-Man 2099. I mean, yeah, they've had so many of these things. And and so I will say, like, even if he's not, like, the way he is in the comics, technically... So I read the original. Okay, I'm going to go off on a bit of a like nerd that's, rant here. That's fine. This is what this is for. Um, what's up? No, you keep going. I so, guess this thing screwed up and it's just re-recording over something. But oh, cool. Well, hopefully we didn't miss anything important. Um, but so I just wanted to say. So I have been a fan of Spider-Man since I was little. Um, I like so. To address, like, the issues that people are having with the Werewolf by Night series, or the Werewolf by Night no. short film, I guess we well, should technically well, call I it. Well, I shouldn't say a bunch of people are having a problem with it. What I'm going off of is there was one podcast that I listened to that the guy is a huge comic book fan. He absolutely loves this character, and he oh, felt okay. like this wasn't his... Uh, Jack Russell that he remembers from what he was Got reading. It. Like okay. I also said, is a lot of people who are re- seeing this movie have probably no idea about this character. Yeah. And, and I'm not even trying to be biased because like saying like, well, I didn't know about it, so no one else knew about it. No, don't be wrong. There's probably people who like, how can you have not heard about this character? Mm-hmm. Believe me, I'm as shocked as you because I'm sitting here going like, this is right up my fucking alley. Like I talk about these old uh, universal monsters and stuff like that. And if someone writes this werewolf character into a great like fucking almost quote unquote slash superhero kind of thing, why have like no joke I, this is shit that i'm like already anna right now listen to me if you can find these in volumes and they're not expensive christmas i would totally like a bunch of these okay because i would like to read up on 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 werewolf by night so that's all i'm saying i'm just saying yeah. if you're no if i wasn't gonna bash on somebody no who, i'm not trying to like, bash on him. i'm character. like i totally understand like he he gave credit where credit due he's like look this wasn't the character that i read about but he's like look they filmed it like an old you because he's a huge fan of universal monster movies so he absolutely loved that he loved the music he said you know da 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 and stuff like that but he felt like this wasn't the jack russell character that he remembers from that the he's comics. familiar and i'm yeah. like that 
that's fine. That's, yeah. I, that's no, totally I wasn't valid. saying that. I'm just trying to like give an example of like you know like it actually happened with Spider-Man as well because like if you read the original Spider-Man comics, like the Spider-Man like from like the original Amazing, it was Amazing Spider-Man, right? Well, it was Amazing Fantasies. Oh, yeah, it was Amazing his, Fantasies. Where he made his first debut, introduced. and the only reason why he made that debut was the fact that the magazine was going under, and finally Stan Lee has been trying to pitch this character to the magazine for a while because he's been doing other stuff but the magazine said no a kid can't be a superhero they're always a sidekick so finally when the magazine was going under and they literally told Stan Lee and Steve Ditko yeah do whatever the hell you want they wrote the Spider-Man the very first one in, yeah. in Amazing Fantasy and it was gangbuster like because now there was kids going wait I could be a superhero I don't have to be a sidekick Yeah. but what was so great about because Spider-Man was different from all the other superheroes at that time because of the fact that it's like, oh, I need to go. Oh, the Green Goblin's bombing the museum, but I gotta go get Aunt May's medicine. Like, yeah, he, it was while like, I'm on a school field trip. Yeah, like, like he has, like, like all he this had all these stuff. Like Batman was easy because it was all, yeah, my parents are dead, but I'm a billionaire, so it's like, oh, Bruce, oh, I gotta leave early from this business thing. Blah blah. blah. Like he had some, and then even with Clark Kent, it's like, Clark, you were there. It's like, yeah, I was reporting. Yeah, like, and they these, could write it off in some way. Well, not yeah, even write it like, off, but I'm of, saying, yeah, yeah, mine's doing that too. Okay. Um, but yeah, like, so I just, like, my whole point was just kind of the whole thing of, um, so with, but like with Spider-Man, like the original comics are completely different from both, well, any of the Spider-Man movies, as well as, uh, like, even like the reiterations of the comics, like, I don't know of a single, like, Spider-Man, like, movie series that's like the other and also, I don't know of a uh, Spider-Man comic that's like the like the the movies. Like I, they basically took a character and kind of made it its own thing. Like you can't really, like you can try, but I don't think it's really a fair comparison to compare, um, like Andrew Garfield to uh, Tobey Maguire or to Tom Holland because they're all their own Spider-Mans and they're not like the comic book ones. So it's like, I totally understand where he's coming from, where he's like, this isn't what I remember from the comics. But at the same time, it's like, well, you're probably not going to get the character that you remember from the comics because they're doing like their own, like, uh, I guess, movie iteration of it is the best way to put no, it. And you're, and you're completely... And no, you're completely right about it because it's like, yeah, you have to realize that, yeah, they're taking these old characters and they're making them into their universe because as far as we know that robot by robot by uh, robot werewolf by night they're finally introducing because it's like they did moon knight who's like this supernatural character and it's like they which did, they made changes to that character also yeah that's what i'm saying they're yeah. making changes to well this is the fun the, well okay prime example going even back to sam raimi's spider-man is like yeah. he originally wanted to have the web shooter but then sony was like no that's too expensive to even show that shit we will just make the web organic <laughs> like kind of thing and that's the biggest thing with sam raimi like he only knew a little bit about Spider-Man when making these movies. Like his original, like like the 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 third movie was not supposed to have Venom in it, but Sony was like, "No, you got to throw this character in it." Blah blah blah. And he's like, "It was I, originally supposed to have." Um, it was supposed to be Sandman 
and Mysterio, I think. No, Mysterio, no, because it was going to be the Vulture and Mysterio in the fourth one. And Ooh. Bruce Campbell was supposed to play Mysterio. I know, and that makes me so sad. Um, and then, But the third one was supposed to be Sandman, and then it was supposed to build more on the uh, the Harry Osborn uh, Green Goblin, because that how the second one ended, where he like smashed the, the mirror, yeah. and then he found out, oh, my dad was the Green Goblin, and he's like... Oh, that was such like, a good ending. Like I'm saying, like like that's the thing. All those all those Spider-Man movies can stand on their own merits. They did a very good job, and you know stuff like that. Um, you know, like the acting and everybody, and everyone gave it their all and stuff like that. But it was just like it's like movie studios get in and feel like they need to do stuff. This is why a big reason why Spider-Man, the new one version, is because Marvel's involved, and that's why Homecoming was great. Yep. No way. Uh, Far from home was great, and then No Way Home was you know fucking like the like even if, if they want yeah. that's the thing even if they wanted to close out that Spider Man's story with that they did a great fucking job. But not only did they if they don't close it out, it's like not only did you just have that Spider Man can get another movie, you just built the other two Spider Mans in two different universes to do two new, new movies mm-hmm. if you wanted to. Like that's how well that movie. Put Which I really, together. really, really hope they do because both of those, uh, both Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, I feel deserve another bite at that mm-hmm. apple because they were both fantastic Spider-Mans mm-hmm. in unique ways. And like everyone's always like, "Well, this is my favorite Spider-Man." Like honestly, and I that, genuinely well, cannot pick a favorite because but, they are all but, great in their own. But that's unique ways. the greatest part about the comics and the movies and the television yeah. shows. Of that, everyone can have their own favorite Spider-Man. Like a lot of people are like, "Oh, you know who my favorite Spider-Man is." Miles Morales yeah. because of Into the Spider-Verse. Whether or not they read the comics prior to that, but at least there's a media that's out there that gives another version of a Spider-Man, Spider-Man, you know, all that kind of stuff and things yeah. like that. And that's like... And like like you it doesn't said, always have to be Peter Parker Spider-Man. Like it but, can be, But you, know. you make a great point with the Werewolf by Night is we've only knew this character from a comic book. Mm-hmm. Now, if you grew up with that comic book, you're able to read that comic book and know the character. Yeah, this Werewolf by Night might not be the one that you read in the comics, but Marvel is trying to build towards something because uh, no joke the werewolf by night yes uh the comic book in uh he was the character was also okay so in the 1980s the characters was uh, parents was ridiculous revamped in moon knight number 29 in march of 1983 okay. so that's when they said he also showed up in various issues of spider woman west coast avengers dr strange sorcerer supreme uh and also and then in 1991 to 1993 he made regular appearances as a supporting cast member in the pages of morbius the living vampire Hmm. so this was actually their precursor before even morbius like that's what i'm saying like okay so this werewolf by night does well yeah now give them morbius let them do the Morbius movie because apparently the Morbius movie we got was pure fucking garbage. Yeah, which again, like I know we've had this discussion before. I don't fault any of the actors because they did a fantastic nope, job nope, with it. No, you're totally right. I don't yeah. fault. I don't fault any of the. I don't fault any of the actors. I fault I don't, the studio. I don't fault any of the, uh, the 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 set designs, the graphics, everybody who put their heart and soul into this movie. I do not fault. What I fault is yeah, the studio and whoever wrote that god awful fucking script. Because again, we were and thank you, She Hulk, uh, for saying <laughs> this. But yeah, I mentioned this a while ago, and everyone's like, yeah, but there's still good movies. I'm like, yeah, I know there's still good movies, but technically, it's like. It's the same fucking thing. It's like yeah, it's the same every, every, char- over every, and every over. character has a daddy issues. Then every character like somebody wants their tech. They become the evil version of them. They have to destroy them. It's all like you don't always have to do that, which is actually really funny because World by Night, 
really actually took the mold and made it a great horror film as well because, because it wasn't really superhero based. Yeah, it was more of like, we don't want your kind and we're trying to wipe you and, out and as that, opposed to we want what you have for ourselves. And that's what I'm saying is what I love about this movie and we will talk about it is the fact that they, they're building on a world where I'm like, yes, this is where I can see Blade coming in. This is where I can see yeah. uh, all this stuff coming in because there is a, I'm thinking, because this is, this is and people might think I'm crazy, but you know how we keep getting these Avenger movies and we're going to get another Avenger movie. And don't be wrong, I love the Avenger movie. I love when we get to see everybody team up, kick some ass, blah, 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 all this kind of stuff. But wouldn't you like it at a certain point? Like, if I'm not mistaken, this is something DC's been trying to do, but they can't seem to grasp it yet. But DC has the Dark Justice League, and it's Batman's in it for, like, a, a brief second or whatnot before, he, like, whatever happens to him. It's, like, basically a Justice League gets taken over by something else, and then you have John Constantine, but then you have Dead Man, then you have, like, all these supernatural characters are the Dark Justice League because they deal with stuff the superheroes can't, like the supernatural aspects and stuff like that. That's what I feel like this is. And no joke, would you not want to see a movie that's with Blade in it, fucking Werewolf by Night, Moon Knight, and I'm, I I don't know any other... Oh, Morbius. Uh, like, all these supernatural characters that are like, hey, look, the Avengers can't handle this. We have to... And guess who you can put in there because it works with both worlds... You can take Wanda, you can take yeah. fucking Doctor Strange, you can yep. take Agatha. Like, wouldn't you like to see a Dude. team like that where it's just yeah. like all the supernatural people having to deal with like, and finally mm -hmm. we could see Mephisto, you know, finally like them battle that and that, that people would be like, yeah, that fucking makes sense. Like, you could even probably fucking Ghost Rider. Like, technically, you could even fit Thor into that because he has like a technically like a lot of the quote unquote technology on Asgard is considered as magic. Well, that's so you what I'm saying. Throw, like, like Loki in that. Yeah. Like, you can start building that thing. Like, and I don't know if that's their plan. If it is, then spoiler alerts, just follow me because apparently I'm the <laughs> Simpsons and I'll just predict shift. But like in my head, like doing a movie, like where, like no joke, do a new Morpheus movie. Yeah. And Morbius, do, yeah. And do it the black and white. Yeah. Because I, okay. So the first time I ever like, learned about Morbius was actually from a Spider-Man comic because he was coming after Spider-Man yeah. because he thought no, that the, the, yeah, well, the that spider was, blood... No, I'm just like... No, well, I'm just saying, no, you're totally right because my introduction to Morbius was the Spider-Man cartoon show where they did that story. Yeah, where it's like he's going after Spider-Man because he wants Spider-Man's blood because he thinks that's what's going to cure him of his vampirism. Mm -hmm. And so technically he's sort of an anti-hero, but sort of not. So basically he's going after Spider-Man because he thinks it's going to heal him, but he doesn't really necessarily want to kill Spider-Man. He just well, wants to figure out... Out. That's the thing I loved about it because the cartoon show represented as that like yeah he was like everyone thinks he's this threat but then Peter realizes oh no this is a student who's at my school that this happened to him yeah. and he's like okay I need to find a cure to save him and stuff like that but he he realizes that Morbius is like he's like at the point where he's like I can't control this like my appetite but the weird part is in the in the comics it was probably blood but in the in the in the show because it was for tv and our, like kids and everything that it was like plasma he was stealing their plasma energy or whatnot yeah uh, <coughs> plasma is part of your blood no yes but plasma, <laughs> so they were but like, apparently it sounded better than yeah, blood i'm no, sure that's so. that's literally they're like we can't say blood let's say plasma so we'll like well we can say plasma right they're like yeah probably knowing that the network executives did not know what plasma just, was at the time and they're just like i can't believe we're getting away with it we're literally doing what they told us we can't do just because he just grabs their arms and sucks the plasma out that way instead of biting them in the neck that's how yeah. they got a fucking i'm not kidding like i know you're not kidding and it just reminds me of the uh what is it six days to air whenever the like the 
woman for South Park oh, was like to, talking yeah, yeah. to the people and she's like, okay, we'll take out a fuck if you give us two shits. You know, like trying to like make that weird little... And, and they're always... And the, <laughs> and the thing that always blew them away on that... Yeah, no joke. Uh, if you haven't seen this, it's on HBO Max. Definitely check it out. Six six Days to Air. It's about like the creation of like how they write a South Park episode and stuff like that. But yeah, sometimes she's all like, I will... I will they will say no to something that's really not that dirty and then I will give them what something else and they'll be like, yeah, that's fine because they have no idea what it is and then it comes out and it's even more hilarious because like the they're like wow this is even worse what was the original <laughs> thing it's like oh they should have kept that you know yeah like she's like i'm surprised with some of the stuff that i'm able to bargain with and get away with going oh they don't know what this is yeah okay it's like, don't bring it to their attention if they don't have a problem with it yeah if they're like thing. if they're like yeah this is this is fine they're like okay like they were like they still couldn't believe they got away with the fucking uh apple um human centipede episode. yeah that was the one i was thinking of and, and also, like, just the one where, like, like at the ending of that episode, whenever Cartman gets struck by lightning and they just show him in the bed, like, the hospital bed afterwards, he's just like... <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it's just like, oh, my God. But, yeah, so, like, it's just funny. Like, it's it's interesting what the networks think. Like, if they would have yeah. said... if they th- This is the sad part. They, they said he was a vampire. So, in my headspace, you know how you could do this? You'd be like, oh, I'm going to... It's like, you could have literally taken the vampirism and still used it. Because we all knew who fuck we had a, we had Count Floyd for crying out loud, uh, well, you probably didn't because you didn't watch that much TV and I was uh, Ed, part of the Ed Grimley show. Anyways, um, okay, uh, but Count Floyd, you know, and and all that shit. I think it was on SCTV actually. Count well, technically, Floyd. you can just go to Sesame Street to find a vampire. Well, that's so. what I'm saying. It's like it's like we know what vampires do. <laughs> or cereal do, boxes. But, okay, Count but, but here's the thing. Okay, here's the thing. Go watch the original Dracula with Bell Lugosi because, like, he is supposedly drinking blood, but you never see it yeah. because he always throws his cape over it. Like, you could have literally done a girl in bed screaming and then pan outside of the building, and then we would we all would have just been like, okay, he's drinking your blood. And honestly, that would have been more terrifying. Right? That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, like what they went with was like, okay, weird, because then Spider-Man's like, oh, I can't let him touch me. And, I, and that was, I think, is just an excuse because... No joke, apparently in the Spider-Man shows, if you ever watch any of the old cartoon shows, Spider-Man never actually fights, like, throws punches and stuff like that. Like, he's usually webbing somebody up or throwing something at them. Like, there was a so weird thing with the censors where you couldn't show, like, superheroes punching another, like, person and stuff like that. But then Oh, so that's why it comes up with, like, pow and boo and, like, all that kind of stuff with the 1966 Batman? No, no, no. No, they... No, that's the funny part. So, 1969 Batman, they showed you punches and stuff. The reason why they threw those on the screen Uh was because they create... Because people didn't get it when they were trying to sell the show. And then he goes, no, trust me on this. This is like the comic books and he was right because when you get into a fight in the comic books it would always be like noises and, and showing like, themselves pow, but no yeah. you see you see batman punch like joker in the face you see the joker punch batman like no it's, you're absolutely right but if it was a, if it was anything animated and geared towards kids you couldn't show any quote-unquote type of violence like they always found a way to get like check out some old cartoon shows and you're like that like spider-man there was one time where he's actually fighting in the 90s cartoon show and the only reason why he was able to throw punches and stuff like that because he was fighting like uh the black hole dude uh the spot 
Oh, yeah. And, like, so his hand would just go through, like, the hole and would never hit the actual bad guy. So that might have been the only, like, spider, that part of that Spider-Man card. But if you actually check out the original Spider-Man, he's just webbing people up or, like, something's falling on the bad guy or something, like, huh. something he did. Like, I don't think he ever throws a motherfucking punch. Which is actually, okay, so that and just... even even an old cartoon, like, I'm not just talking about Spider-Man, but a yeah. lot of, like, those old superhero cartoons. Like, the old Flesher Superman cartoon... Don't think he ever beat anybody up. I think it was just like him, like wrapping bars around people, like to be like, "Huh, try to break out of this," like blah blah blah, yeah. like you know, like all that stuff. So, or they would show like the shadows of them fighting. I remember seeing that in like the old, old yeah, 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 show. Like, Anyways, that, like I'm surprised they got away with all the stuff they did in the Batman animated cartoon. Oh yeah. So okay. So I have a quick aside, and then we can get back to Werewolf by Night. I'm yeah, sorry. no, totally. You're fine. Um, but so there was actually a, a villain that was in the uh, Spider-Man, one of the Spider-Man um, versions. I can't remember which one it was. Um, but it was this. Uh, I wish I could remember his name, but basically, like, every time Spider-Man touched him, like, the dude would drain some of, like, uh, Peter Parker's, like, life force. Okay, so... Because he was trying to absorb Peter Parker's power as his spider power because he thought Peter Parker was pure. Okay, so, so I don't know who that was in the comics, but they did take that for... Uh, they did take that for the animated series, which is actually a new take on the Vulture, where they made him an old man, but he had the his suit. He, when he grabbed onto people, it would drain like a vulture, sucking the life out of them, and it would rejuvenate him. Yeah, kind so of it thing. wasn't so, the Vulture, but it no, was, no, I know it wasn't no, the Vulture in the comics, but that's that they interesting that. that they took that and yeah. implemented on a new version of the of the Vulture in that cartoon but, show. Uh, so spoilers. that's really fascinating. Yeah, that's spoilers like, for the comic, really quick. But, like, the way that he ended up beating him is he was like, well, technically, I got my powers from a radioactive spider, so I'm not pure. So he injected himself with radioactivity, and every time he punched the dude, the dude was absorbing the radioactivity Radio. instead of, like, Peter's, like, energy. So I just thought that that was, like, a really interesting villain, and I'm like, I kind of wish that they would, like, bring that into something, because I thought that that was a fascinating storyline. You never know, man. Um, There's, like, so many weird things out there and stuff like that. But, yeah, so, yeah, just talking a little bit more on the comic of Werewolf by Night, like I said, like he teamed up with Morbius and even in uh, the 20, uh, 20, 2009 comic of Marvel's uh, Zombies, uh, he was featured as a member of the Morbius Midnight Suns oh. uh, thing, which is actually interesting. They are making a Midnight Suns video game Ooh. that's coming out uh, at the end of this year or something like that with all the different Marvel stuff and things like that. Are they like going to get Jared Leto to voice Morbius? No, they'll probably have their own. Well, I don't even know if Morbius no, is in it or whatnot. Like I know Blade's in it. Oh, okay. Um, so it's just all that. Actually, that's a funny thing. Now that I'm thinking about it, we should just do like see what Marvel horror stuff they have because Blade, Blade is another fantastic, fucking great horror film, and it's also a Marvel. Is property. it two or three that Ryan? Three Reynolds is, is in Ryan. It? Re well, the funny part is okay. So intriguing story about Ryan Reynolds in Blade Three. So technically, when he tried out for it and everything, that it, originally the character was written and it was supposed to be Deadpool. <laughs> so that's why the character is a lot like Deadpool. Deadpool, but then they couldn't get the rights to Deadpool. So they basically like, well, we're not getting rid of Ryan Reynolds because he's fucking good because yeah, it's Ryan Reynolds and uh, Jessa uh, Jennifer Beals oh. is the chicken that if I believe. Um, yeah, no. Uh, I mean, the third one has some weird issues with it, but I would say like the acting in it is great, even with Blade, like Blade Two. But like Blade, Blade's a Blade's a fucking great fun ride. Those oh, three, yeah. those three movies are just fun, and it's a great vampire like fun fucking you know movie and shit like that. So fucking hell, they should just do a Blade fucking game. Yeah. So I will say so. Circling back to Werewolf by Night, I will say this is one of the first times in a long, long time that I've seen where they actually get a werewolf right. 
For some reason, it's really hard to get, like, alien storylines right. It's really hard to get um, werewolves right. And it's kind of difficult nowadays, especially, to get, like, vampires right. Because, like, with the exception of Blade, I can't tell you a movie within the last 50 years that had, like, really good vampires. Like, don't tell me Interview with a Vampire because I hated that movie. It was so boring. It's really funny, though, because the series just came out of Interview with the Vampire, and apparently it is fucking, like, they're like, oh, they oh. actually are actually able to do it like the fucking book. Oh, interesting. And everyone is, like, losing their shit. Okay. Like, like, I heard it on the latest, like, uh, Fat Man Beyond or whatnot with uh, Mark Bernard, and he had a guest because, like, Kevin Smith's been touring, but they talked about it, and even they were just like, holy shit. Like, he, they were like, I'm expecting, like, to get the same shit that I got from the movie and stuff of like that, but they yeah. keep he's like i was on the edge of my seat because every so often it just kept switching between like the dynamic of fucking shit and i was just like okay i'm fucking in i know it's i think it's on amc but uh yeah apparently after hearing that review i was like i had no desire to check it out because don't get me wrong don't get me wrong i don't i didn't mind i didn't mind the brad pitt uh tom Tom Cruise. cruise and christian dunce movie of interview with the vampire i thought it was very fine i like the i like the beginning of it where it's actually like oh it's a dude actually interviewing a fucking vampire yeah. It was actually Bill Paxton, if I'm not mistaken. I think um, so, yeah. And then it's like, and then the movie kind of goes through its life and all their triumphs and stuff like that, and then it kind of ends, and then it just like ends with like again, like we just said in a cartoon show, like doesn't he lunge at the dude to drink his blood and literally just pans out from like the building? You just hear him scream, and it's like fucking credits, like pretty much. Uh, yeah. So, but like, like, but I've only, but this is the thing, I've only seen the movie once. I have no desire to rewatch that movie because I'm like I kind of saw it one and done and I'm good. Like, yeah, like, like honestly, yeah, like it's not, like I could watch the Bell Lugosi Dracula like every fucking year, no oh, problem. Oh yeah, definitely. Or even like Nosferatu, like mm-hmm. the silent, like love to watch. But that. like Interview with the Vampire, I'm like, oh, I got exactly what I needed out of this film, and I'm one and done. Yeah, see, I was not really impressed with Interview with a Vampire personally. I mean, well, if did other you people read, loved did, it, but did you read? That's the thing I'm curious about. Did you read the book? No. Okay, so like me, not I'm like, oh, they made a movie, I'm not. Gonna even touch the book so yeah. to me to me i'm like it's a fine vampire film it's okay See, I, I can it... fa- i can no don't get me wrong i can uh, fright night 10 times better oh uh, yeah, uh, even fright fucking night. lost boys 10 times better uh <laughs> like, there's a bunch of other vampire Dude, movies that, that sexy uh, saxophonist yeah like th- i can pick out a bunch of different like vampire movies that are 10 times well this is also the the even the bram stoker dracula to me it's like oh <laughs> to me i'm like that's kind of shit yeah that's garbage like unfortunately dracula untold had a very good like and i've it, never seen it, it was like it had such potential and it just it fell flat in some ways and it made me sad um i will say the so true blood sucked let's let's all be honest like that show sucked uh vampire diaries was actually st- one of the best adaptations I've seen in a show for vampires. I mean, yes, it's a ton of drama because it's a CW show, so of course it's going to happen. However, it was a surprisingly good, like, modern like modernization of vampires, and it was one of the more enjoyable, like, vampire flicks that I've seen. Um, but, like, if you want to look for look at, like, werewolf stuff, like, the only thing I can think of is... Uh, I, what's the name of that oh bloody hell wolfman 
There was the Wolfman movie with... Oh, uh, with uh, an, Antonio... No, not Antonio. Uh, it was with... Uh, Benicio? Benicio Del Toro and Anthony Hopkins. Yes. And I worked at Harkins whenever that came out. And I just remember there was a woman who came up to me and she goes, excuse me, what's... Like, multiple times I had people come up to me and ask me, what's Wolfman about? And my response always was, it's this movie about this dude who's a werewolf. And one woman even asked me and she's like, can you expand on that? And I just went, that's about as much detail as I can get on well, that movie. Like, I so, don't know what you want And it's so it. sad because you haven't seen it yet, and I haven't watched it in a while. It should be our next one, but the actual Lon Chaney Jr.'s Wolfman yes! um, is, like, a fantastic... And that's the thing. The Of course, you're going to see, like, the special effects of the time. Yes, they were they were in the 1930s you know, and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like... But at the time, really fucking good. That is one of my mom's, like, favorite fucking movies is a universal monster movie with the fucking Wolfman and stuff like because Lon Chaney sells it so fucking well and nothing against like and, and uh, Bernice Del Toro and Anthony Hopkins but like that script was like it came that down script was not like great. spoiler alerts because it came out in like what 20 2009 I think or whatnot the Wolfman. Like that, yeah. but this was also supposed to be a big reboot to like the the universe and it's like no one can get it right for whatever weird reason no one seemed and even you like I've pitched you ideas and you're like oh wow that's a great way to like like you can totally do it like this yeah. is the sad part the only movie that was ever successful of a remake was the mummy series with fucking brendan Fraser. like that yeah, that because remake it was of nothing that for, like the original and, movie and it but it fucking worked. worked yeah and but you can go back and watch that original movie and that original movie is so fucking great like boris it still Karloff, stands up boris oh, karloff yeah. is fucking Dude. phenomenal in that such a good movie except for the ending the ending still pisses me off what uh, the fuck was that anyways um but yeah so but yeah. i but yeah i uh, like I, I'm trying to think of like any like wolf like werewolf movie that I've seen where I was like okay that was the only good one the only one that I've ever seen uh, that was like that ever compared to the original like Wolfman was Werewolf in Lo- of London or Werewolf of London yeah okay I don't think I've ever seen that oh one. because it's 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 uh it's a fucking comedy. Oh, okay. but it had it won for best special effects. Okay, so that's the one where like he's walking around the house, and then you start here like I feel a bad moon rising, and it's like him like getting on the floor, and then you see like the nose snout. Like they did oh, all I've of. Seen. Oh my god, you've never seen Werewolf? No. Of one? Oh, dude, so fucking good, so um, fucking because like his him and his friend are backpacking through Europe. Uh, then something attacks them. His friend gets killed. Oh, he survives, damn. but he got cut. So, of course, he starts turning to a werewolf. He falls in love with, like, this, like, uh, nurse in London. But, like, everything he starts doing becomes, like, wolf-like. Like wolf-like. Like, yeah, he start, yeah. And, but he hasn't turned into a wolf yet. But what I love is he keeps seeing his dead friend. Like, the first time he sees him, his dead friend's like, hey, you going to finish that toast? And he's, like, he's got, like, the slash through his face and everything. But every time you see his friend, he keeps just decaying. Oh, shit. Like, and that's what he sees because no one else can see him or whatnot. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's a fucking, it's a fun fucking movie. But it's the only time that it's, like, because they didn't take the original, they took the mythos of a werewolf and they put it in modern times because this film is, like, in the 80s, so at that time period. But they didn't do a retelling of the original story they just took all the lore the concept and they put it on somebody in modern times and you're like it fucking works and like yeah. we don't see enough of that like it's well they it's tried in times. teen wolf and it was okay but it was not nearly like to a caliber that like it could have been and okay, i feel like that... that's the next movie you need to watch we need to do like an 80s binge and just find a bunch Ooh, of 80s movies yeah. to watch totally and do that, that. 
but um, yeah, no. but yeah, like I will say, like yeah, Teen let Wo- me double check if it's. I, I, I might be saying the name wrong. I know it's werewolf. Is it I were- think it's werewolf in London. I think it's werewolf in London. Uh, but yeah, like so, Teen Wolf was okay, especially like again CW, and actually oh, they had no, some um, like really um, good an American werewolf in London. That's oh, an American werewolf. There but we yeah, go. Fucking good. Fucking good. Okay, we'll have to watch that. But yeah, like Teen Wolf, it's like they had like some pretty decent special effects, especially considering it was a CW show, and like they had some interesting storylines and like his because he was playing lacrosse so it was actually kind of interesting to see like him trying to control like the werewolf aspect to be better at lacrosse but not fully change and so they kind of had like this like adolescent type of thing going on so it was really like initially it was interesting and then they started bringing in like a kitsune which is like the the fox with nine tails Uh, and like all that kind of stuff that's weird because that's more like uh Japanese lore. Yeah, so it was like a Japanese girl who showed up and she was a kitsune and so like they had all this like weird okay, stuff first that showed off, up. I'm going to be woke right now. That's a little racist. Well, it would make sense because it's part of her heritage, but Oh no, just because she's from Japan, she has to be a nine-tailed fox. Go fuck yourself. Can't she just be a normal like Japanese girl? Just like, "Hey, I'm in the States. I just want to learn fucking basketball." Well, anyways, so he was playing lacrosse. <laughs> So he was playing lacrosse and actually so his, fuck you, Jeff B. Davis, who created Teen Wolf. His uh, his lacrosse teacher or his lacrosse coach is actually a, a stand up comedian. And his name is Orny Adams. And he's I find him funny, but he's like very much like a very like shouty comedian. But he was really funny. And they had some good like comedic stuff in it. But like at, once they brought in like the the nine tailed fox thing, like the Kitsune and like all this other like weird like supernatural like lore stuff that kind of went overboard and they kind of lost me it's but, weird because it's like i feel like you can do all that kind of stuff um but you have to pace it right you, you have to, have to yeah like, you definitely you know, have to pace it right but, and you also have to make sure that you're not going so far into the supernatural that you completely go off the rails um but yeah but we'll talk about now uh the marvel presents uh werewolf by night yeah sorry i mean we didn't again i didn't realize i was like do i have enough for this episode and then i realized like oh yeah it's a comic book we can talk about a bunch of shit yeah. so that. but again like i love the fact that marvel is doing this uh i just hope like everything else that comes out is still good but let's talk about werewolf by night so right off the bat i have to talk about this so uh we're we might we'll probably spoil a bunch of stuff since the movie came out like early october i think came out october 7th streaming on disney plus if you have not seen it yet then i would say stop the the just pause the podcast go watch it go watch it it's only like 54 minutes and it's well worth your fucking time it's basically a short film it's a short fucking film but it's fucking great oh so um but it starts off what i absolutely love i have to give marvel fucking credit for this this is what i really love about this movie because right when it starts off it does like one of those special event things it's like this thing spinning it's like marvel special present and then immediately goes uh, it starts showing the Marvel logo, but then you start seeing like claw slashes from a werewolf. And, and then, then you realize it's been black and, and white. And then it goes to black and white. But yeah. then the Marvel song is not all just the symphony. You hear like a chorus of like, ha, 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 ha. Like doing yeah. like the Marvel. And you're like, oh, this is fucking great. And then it comes in and it literally feels like one of those old Universal Marvel, Mar- uh, Universal Monster films where it's like, no, no, no. Yeah, the music like And the music's oh, so man. somber and it so fucking works. But what I love about this this movie, it opens up with just like someone uh the husband died of this woman of this whole order. 
Yeah, so he's the head of this order and his wife is basically like creating a funeral for him. And she, like part of the, the his last rites is he had uh, possession of the a, bloodstone. The bloodstone, thank you. Which I love because when everything's in black and white, but that bloodstone, they give you this blood red like stone that glows and it just fucking works. Which the other thing that I thought was very interesting is whenever the bloodstone is activated, the light that comes from it is still in black and white. But yeah, the stone but itself. But the stone itself, stays like that's what red. I'm saying. Like, like every, like so, the whole movie's uh, black and white except for that little that specific stone, that specific stone for the color and stuff like that. And then what I love is like, yeah, you're right. They're showing up for a funeral. It's and then you find out it's all these hunters. And you're like, okay, cool. You're, there's this world out there because in your head you're like, right then and there. Like to me, like the only question I had, but I'm like, I get it. You have to wait till you release this character. But in my head, I'm like, yeah, you know who's also a fucking hunter? Fucking Blade. Why isn't he here? What's going on? But then what I love is like you're going through everyone's backstory, and it's like, oh, you've had 40 kills, and you've had you know this. Yeah, you've many had kills. 23 kills. You had 47. You know, and then they get to this one dude who literally kind of shows up, and he almost to me, when he shows up, he looked like a priest. Like yeah, he was man. he was very like just in the black robes and stuff like that, just kind of paying his respects. And you're like, okay. And then and the woman goes to him, and, and she's like, and you've had over a hundred, you know, kills. And everyone like in the room looks at this dude like, wait, what? And he's just kind of like, yeah. It's just like, yeah, no, it's something I don't really, you know, boast. I don't really need to like brag bo- about, yeah, it, yeah, boast about it or anything like that. And I love it on stuff. But what I love about the concept is, is it's it's this dude's funeral. And and his last words is basically like, you need to go through this maze thing that I have set up on the compound because there's a monster in there with the bloodstone on him because this this stone weakens uh, mythical creatures. And, but it also makes them angry. But if it also attached. makes them angry if they're attached to that. And your goal is is you have to either kill him to get the bloodstone, but while you're in there hunting him down, you may feel free to hunt down the other hunters. So it's almost all like the strong or the fittest and stuff like yeah. that. And then what I love is, like, this priest guy goes in first, uh, Jack Russell. So I will say I still am very fascinated by the makeup that he wore. Like, because he actually, oh, yeah, like, he, painted his face he, whenever he went in. Yeah, he, well, yeah. He and this, it shows up so, so well in the black and, and, and white. And then I love it because the guy's like, oh, I like your, your thing. And he's like, well, it's me to honor, like, my dead relatives and stuff. And, oh! like, it just shut that dude down like, oh, like, like I'm sorry. like Yeah, and the other thing that I love is, like, he's like, because, like, the, the dude that is talking to the priest guy is, like, Scottish. Like a, he's, like, a Viking Scottish dude. Yeah, I and he's it. just like, oh, so any of these wee beasties yours? And he's like, no, but I remember, like, I fought oh, him a yeah. few times. And he points to one, and legitimately it looks like Nosferatu from the Yeah, it's like, 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 the original, va- it's like a vampire yeah. bat and shit like that. And, that's and, then, I and I love the fact that his joke is literally, like, that's the most alive I've ever seen him. Yeah. <laughs> It was great. Anyways, I just had to. No, get no, that no you're totally fine. But what I love about it is like so they have so he so they have to roll these dice or put things on the thing. So he gets yeah, so they pull uh, like, like specific numbers. like numbers out of a hat. So he pulls a number out and he gets to go in first. And then you find out that like oh the creature that's captured is his friend. It's like his friend. And then but what I love is like oh it's like okay cool who who's your friend though? And then again when you finally meet his friend, I was like I blew my I almost shit my fucking pants because not once in my life. Did I ever think I would see this character in live action? But fucking Man-Thing. Like, that just blew my fucking mind. Which, I didn't know what Man-Thing was, and for a little bit of context, Man-Thing is sort of like Swamp Thing meets Cthulhu. No, he totally is, because I pulled <laughs> no, I pulled up his thing, so no joke. So, uh, Man-Thing was created by Stan Lee, Roy Thomas, and Gary Conway, and the artist was Gary uh, Morrow. Uh, he first appeared in Savage Tales in May of 1971, 
uh, and then he, uh, when they were first trying to write his, like, thing off, like, he, uh, who was it, uh, oh, yeah, so, and then when he came back in the later years, a revamped drawing was done of him by Neil Adams, if people don't know who Neil Adams is, fantastic fucking artwork, he's, he, he, if I'm not mistaken, he was the one that created, um, uh, Darkseid. Oh, which Marvel then stole for Thanos. Yeah, but uh, but what I love about and I could be wrong about that again. This show's free. Go look it up. You have the internet. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, but yeah, definitely one of the stories they first started writing is all like, yeah, Gary and I thought that an unconsciously the original the origins in Swamp Things one was a bit too similar to the origins of Man Thing. So yeah, right off the bat, you know, you're like, okay, I get what they did, but they did obviously something different with it. But yeah, just to see that character. Now I know like some people are just like, he's only in it for like 15 fucking minutes, but again, that's. 15 fucking minutes of something I never thought I would ever see out of, anywhere. And also 15 like minutes out of like 50. Like, I don't even know so. if they put Man-Thing in a fucking like cartoon show. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, so basically he's going through the maze and I gotta say, oh. like the cinematography while he's going through the maze is gorgeous because oh, like... Oh, this just blows my mind now. Sorry, so, uh, because what they, what's his actual name that uh, Jack Russell to- calls Ted. him? Ted. Ted. Yeah, so the Man-Thing aka Dr... Theodore Ted Sollies. So <laughs> he's a fucking doctor. So no joke, he might be like Swamp Thing where it was a doctor who yeah. experimented on himself and that's what created I kind of assumed that that was probably the case, but But yeah, no. But I, anyways, so but yeah, I just lo- like I like I just have to get this out of the way. No, so, go ahead. Like the cinematography while he's just walking through the maze is fucking beautiful because it's so reminiscent of the first mummy and honestly the Brendan Fraser mummy where it's like it's a shot through like where you're looking at like this gorgeous foliage and it's like there you see this like really cool like fern and it's just like I don't know what it is but it's just it's so beautiful but I I love that though because like yeah even him walking through that and you just see this like the architecture and how everything's in the black and white and it just it just takes you back to those old monster movies and then I love it because then like he pops out and you're like oh fuck and then all of a sudden it's just like how did you get yourself captured again yeah and it's like it's like oh like because when he comes out like man thing you're like, like oh, oh i always have to save you yeah like. and you're like oh oh shit they're fucking friends this is fucking great you know but, kind yeah, of thing. And I but love- like but i love it because man thing is so fucking huge but when he comes out you're just like oh fuck this thing's gonna fuck this dude up and then and then he's just all like how come I'm always here to rescue you and stuff like that? And, and then he kind of like droops a little yeah, bit. You feel bad for him because you're like, oh, it's just so great. And some of these say, hey, don't worry. We're going to get you out of here. Like da 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 and stuff like that. And then you're like, oh, OK. So he came here for a rescue mission, but nobody else knows that. So now you're like, oh, shit, where how is this going to go now? Yeah. How you know, kind of thing. Out? And no joke like the oh, oh we totally forgot totally the main character. The daughter. Yeah, the daughter. I was just thank you. I was just about to mention yeah. that. Yeah. So like the daughter of the of the man who just passed away. Uh, this is her stepmother, and she basically kind of threw her out of the like she kind of left the family, and then she's like, no, you've been disowned. You have no right to be here to get the the stone and blah 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 and all that kind of stuff. So the daughter is named Elsa. Elsa. Um. And yeah, Verusa is the wife of the guy who passed away. And like, on okay, so I gotta say, like, there's some like really dorky like dad humor, I guess you would call it, going on in the movie because there's one point where 
The guy who passed away is making a joke. Well, not only okay, not only that, he died. He's in a coffin, and then they put a crank in him, and they wind him up, and then it's so like, that it's, his it's, jaw's it's, moving while the like the gramophone is playing. Yeah, he's playing, but the, he literally made them turn him into like this old school like anima- puppet, like puppet animatronic like <laughs> crank style thing. And then yeah, you're totally right. Like, do you remember the joke that he says? I can't remember. Okay, so he he gives them the plan. He's like, oh, all of you are welcome to kill the monster, but guess what? It's fair game. So if you run into each other in this maze go ahead and fight to the death and stuff like that and he's all like don't worry i'll be rotting for you oh yeah and he's like a little bit of grave humor i know <laughs> and then he just shut but but like seeing that i'm just like this is fucking this is fucking great this is firing on like all my cylinders right now mm-hmm. for like horror movies and stuff of like the old like school monster movies and stuff in which I'm just like dude I will take I will take someone just doing black and white shit like this all day then if, like this yeah. is the only way we're gonna get these monsters back so fucking just do it in black and white I don't give two shits yeah so basically what ends up happening is Elsa and uh, Jack yeah so what I love about this is Jack just wants to save his friend he could give two shits about this bloodstone thing and he even tells like Elsa like hey I'm just here to save my friend but the bloodstone you can have it. I don't. I don't give yeah, two he fucks. He was like, "If you help me save my friend, you can have the bloodstone. Like, I don't like, care about like, it." At he's all. like, "I really don't care about this thing and stuff like that." And even in your headspace, you're like, "Okay, that's kind of fucking cool." So there was a little bit of a team up, but like, no joke. There's like the first fight between her and like one of the hunters oh, and yeah. like he's firing from like like he's got like a fucking crossbow arm thing and stuff of like that and like no joke for a marvel like, something that's marvel that we haven't seen like the last time i saw any marvel be like fucking violent was the netflix marvel shows yeah now they're on now they're on uh disney plus which i'm actually the curious hallway scene dude from oh, daredevil yeah fucking daredevil <sighs> well not even that but him just like like him just beating the fuck out of people yeah like i remember the first trailer of him just like punching a dude and just goes i'm daredevil and then just cut and you're just like but he was like bleeding and just yeah. like and you're just like what the fuck am i getting into like kind of thing so what i, but I about, want more but what i loved about this movie is they did show you gruesome violence but since it was in black and white it was a little less shocking it was a little less shocking kind of like kill bill did that where at a certain point they just made everything black and white because there was so much blood in that like fight between uma therma and like that uh uzaki gang i think it was or whatnot but like but it fucking it just works so much like the lighting and everything that so like literally a motherfucker gets his hand chopped off and they show you like the arm fall and everything and you're sitting there going like and then she grabs the arm and shoots the guy yeah, with shoot. his own arm. And, and then you see, like, the darts in his, like, face and chest, and he just hits the ground and stuff like that. But I was, but in my head, I'm all like, when was the last time I actually saw, like, a, a death in, like, a Marvel fucking film? Yeah. Like, that fucking gruesome. Yeah, right, L- yeah. Like, I, like, I, 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 don't, movies, I don't think I've like, ever seen, like, Captain America put his shield in a motherfucker's head. Yeah. And then just rip it out, and the guy just hits the ground, and then you just saw, like, the blood the, ooze or whatnot. Yeah. Like, you'd be like, no, that's got to be rated R. But, like, no joke. I think this is just literally, like, Y7. Like, it's not, or PG-13. Like, it's oh, it's yeah. literally not, like, rated, like, like the things they did in this movie were fantastic. Oh, yeah. Um, but what I love about this is, like, so basically what I love about this movie is, like, it's a rescue mission. Still has this atmosphere as a horror film. And then, uh, like, like uh, he ends up getting his friend free. Mm-hmm. And then what ends up happening is he gets captured because they realize when he tried to pick up the bloodstone. But I will say, okay, oh, so go ahead. I just wanted to say I absolutely love the like the part whenever like Elsa goes and fi- tries to find oh, Man right. Thing, 
and then oh, she totally shows right. up and because like she's asking him and she he's she's like okay well what do i do and he's like oh you need to go grab him and he's like just you know act like he's an old friend and call him by his name and she goes what's his name and he just goes ted ted and she goes ted He's like, yeah, and just like, like so normal. No, and then like he like completely he like is trying to like shatter a, like a wall in a maze, and so he takes off running because he accidentally turns on the. Yeah, no, you're thing. totally right. I can't believe I was trying to skip over that. Which okay, which blew my mind that I'm gl- they still they did it, and I'm like, okay, I get it, but it's like in my head, it's like, well, shouldn't he have been the one to find his friend Ted, and then she set the bomb, but apparently they wanted to switch it. So she goes to find Ted, and then he takes off because he accidentally, yeah, he detonates a bomb. But I love it because there's this huge crack in the wall, and she's like, yeah, just throw it at the wall, and it should stick. And he's like, okay. And he throws it, ducks, and it's not sticking. And he's just like, what the hell? And he goes over and, like, sticks it to the wall and runs away, and it falls and off falls again. Out. And he's like, and damn he it! And like, he ends up just putting it in the, in the crack or whatnot. Yeah. And but then, it's also great because whenever she finds a uh, man thing, like, he come, like pops out of the bushes and roars at her and she just goes hey ted or she's like i think she just goes hey ted and he's like cocks his head and she's like i'm a friend of jack's he's yeah you're like we need to go this way and he's and just then, like, okay. Oh, he's like, like okay. okay and i'm trying to remember does someone jump out at her or whatnot because i have a feeling he grabs somebody and you yeah. get to see his actual like power and he just like vaporize yeah like i don't know i really want to know what his power is because basically he just like turns this person like essentially like liquefies this person and i don't know if it's like some type of like radioactivity here we go let me see okay so powers so okay so in the pages of the thunder oh interesting a thunderbolts by mm-hmm. Dun- dr henry pym interesting has expensive views a man thing is a uh so let's, let's see what is his stuff um yeah, because honestly, it just looks like he's, like, melting them. Uh, man thing possesses a variety of superhuman powers and divert of combination interaction of scientific formulas created by Ted Solon. Magic, okay, mystical engineering of Nexus and all realities. Okay. Uh, maybe he just has, like, this, like... Hmm. Yeah, he has super... Okay, so hu- superhuman strength, speed, intelligent durability, and immortality. Gives the monster his power. It's a suitable... Ability that makes him immune to any other diseases. It also has been established he possesses physical stamina beyond the limits of any other human. Initially, man thing of only stronger than to Captain America. Interesting. But in... Corrosive chemical secretion. That's oh, what it fuck. is. Oh, fuck. That's what he does? Yeah. Oh, shit. That's brutal. So you get to see that, and you're like, oh, dude, this guy can... Okay, because like in my headspace when I saw man thing, I was like, oh, he's kind of like a child. He can't do anything for himself. He gets captured. And then I'm yeah. like, oh, no, he... He's a force if I can be reckoned with. Okay, yeah. cool. This is awesome. He can also teleport. Oh, yeah, I saw that yeah. because he almost possesses the same teleportation as Nightcrawler. Oh, fear empowerment, which makes sense because he's got plant manipulation, empathic senses, and then so the like size alteration. So basically, if he can alter like like the like materials around him, it completely makes sense that he'd be able to like manipulate the chemicals in your brain to make you more scared. So then you don't want to move. Oh. So that kind of explains, like... Anyways, we'll get to that. No, that's totally fine. But anyways, yeah. So, like, she goes, gets him. Uh, he vaporizes somebody, which is, like, fucking Fantastic. phenomenal. Fantastic. Like, especially seeing that in black and white. I was like, holy yeah, fuck, Yeah, because I'm like, cool. I don't know if you could ever get away with that in color. Right. And, like, it was so much fun seeing it in black and white. Because so, you're like, what is this? So, good news is, is Ted escapes. He gets away and everything like that. But then the uh, 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 Jack Russell wins to go pick it up. 
and bloodstone, then, yeah. And, and it shocks him because obviously you find out he's a werewolf. Yeah. Um, uh, and then what I love is like he wakes up in a cage along with Elsa and then she's just like, like, I can't believe you didn't tell me. He's like, no, 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 it's OK. Like the moon isn't until he's like, like, it's my fault. I should have told you or it's just I was kind of in a rush and I didn't know if I could trust you, blah, blah, blah. You know, like all this kind of stuff. But and he's I, like, oh, we got five days until the full moon. And, and then she's, she's like, like, the bloodstone can change you like that. And he's just like, OK. okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I really I don't know why I love this so much, but I really love the fact that he literally just like grabs her arm and starts smelling her. And she's like, what are you oh, doing? Oh, yeah, like, dude, when he did that and she's like, what are you doing? He's just like, because I want to remember. He's you. like, I have to remember you. If I remember your smell then maybe I won't attack. Yeah, you. And maybe she's like, it works before. And, and he, he goes, just goes once. Kind of. Kind of. And you're like, <laughs> oh, man, what is your backstory now? Yeah. But I love it, though, because, like, the the hunters feel like they have the upper hand. They're going to turn him to a werewolf. And then when he finally changes and you see him in this black and white glory of, like, the old school kind of, like, he werewolf. He looks a lot like Lon Chaney Jr. And he fucking – what I love about it is, like, he looks at her – the the woman uh, Elsa yeah Elsa in the uh, in the cage in the cage him. and stuff like that and then all the smoke strikes, like starts filling the thing and then you see him break out of the cage and then it's just well first it is just a fucking bloodbath well, which I, I what absolutely I love loved. is the as at first was like Veressa or whatever her name is um she's like gets too close to the cage because she's like kind of laughing at him he grabs her arm and yanks her like towards the cage and so they start shocking him which is why all the smoke fills up oh yeah yeah and then like the smoke finally clears and they look up and like the top of the cage is just ripped open open and he's gone and he's gone and then everyone's (laughs) like in the thing but what i loved about that yeah speaking of like the the shock uh, like the the what, what are they called like uh, cattle prods yeah like a cattle prod like thing what I loved about this is like he's jumping on people he's like ripping people apart he's like taking people out but every time they shocked him it would like affect him but then he would just like get, get more, more pissed. pissed off and like I love when they shocked him and he literally just grabs the dude's arm and just like breaks it yeah and then like that throws through the floor and he just like toss him against the wall like like and what I loved about it is like there was that one dude who literally like gets knocked back. And then he's like seeing other people shock him and getting their ass kicked. He literally throws on a shock thing and like tries to escape. And then literally he grabs him and just like pulls him before the door closes. Yeah. And like that's what I loved about that scene is the only light we're seeing is from what that door is. So when yeah. it starts dropping in that black and white, like it just keeps getting darker and darker. And all you see is whatever the electricity is it's giving off you. lighting. Yeah. And it's just, uh, you're, I'm Which just is like, also so I'm funny like, because, God like, damn it. How like, come no modern horror film has done this with a werewolf? And yet? the other thing is, like he grabs one of the guards and throws it into the entryway where other guards are coming just so he can make them freak out oh yeah like and like, i love that touch I and love also him like just it also cracks up. me up because it's like you see other guards like tripping over the dude that was thrown into the hallway because oh my gosh it's so good but, uh but again if you're still listening to this and you haven't seen it so we apologize for the spoilers but i love so he just fucking tears everybody a new one in that all the guards all the rest of the hunters that are left uh elsa fucks uh fights that one fucking crate like i don't know who that person is that actress who plays the hunter that was all in white but she was fucking good i think that was a non-binary Anyways, uh, they were fucking good. Yeah, they were fantastic. They were fantastic. Uh, Eugenie Bondurant was... The character's name is Azrael. Azrael, yeah. They fucking nailed it. Like, they were so, like... And just oh, you're them- correct. She's a female. I'm okay, sorry. they were... Just her in that fucking outfit. I was like, she's fucking making this work. And I fucking absolute every moment of her and stuff like that. Because she was just this, like, kind of stoic character. Dude, she is character. six foot. 
Oh, that didn't surprise me. Like she looked like she looked like a tall girl. Yeah, and she's or got woman. like some, my apologies. She was she carried her like every she time was, she was on the screen. Oh yeah, her no. eyes were drawn because she carried herself. So yeah, no, well. the outfit they gave her, oh, the, just her attitude in that. Like, like I, said, I kind every, of wish that we could have had more, more of that with character. Her, right? yeah, 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 because that character was incredible, and that actress is wonderful. But everyone's kicking ass and stuff like that. But what I love is like so finally like he jumps on Elsa at the end. And she's looking at him, he's looking at her, and then he's like... And she's like, Jack, it's me, and he, like, smells her, and then he leaves her alone. Yeah, he leaves her alone, and she takes off, and then what I love is, like... Well, then she, like, she's basically tries to go, like, and she, like, her uh, stepmother, I guess, is the woman, because it's, like... No, that's the thing, like, so... Yeah, so it's her stepmother that, like confronts her about it and she's like how can you like well that's what i love like so like that's what i love so that's what i'm saying so jack like takes off after Mm. everything happens and stuff like that and then she's finally got the bloodstone and all of a sudden her mom's giving her like the stepmom's giving her shit with all that kind of stuff and then what i love is you're like i'm like sitting there because it's like she's got a crossbow on her and you're like oh my god jack took off like i'm like is this how they do they does she die like is this how this goes and then out of nowhere fucking man thing smashes his through the roof and just fucking grabs that bitch and it's just all like let's liquefy this motherfucker and the other thing is like you like there's like a like at least two seconds of just pure terror of the like that bitch looking at man oh oh, "Oh, i fucked oh yeah i don't like and i think that's where he uses like the fear manipulation thing of this like to terrify her enough to be like you're a fucking cunt you tried to kill my friend and now you're trying to kill my new friend Fuck yeah, you, bitch. I love like, that. And he grabs her and just fucking liquefies, liquefies. her entire thing. Oh, and then what so I love good. about it, he gets done with that. And then Elsa, he looks at Elsa and she's like, yeah, he took off already. And he's like, oh, okay. And then he like takes off. And <laughs> she's like, thanks, Ted. Like, <laughs> And then what I love is like she puts on, she puts on a record and it's literally uh, somewhere over the rainbow. Yeah. And she's holding the blood diamond and then everything turns to color. Starting with her jacket, which is like this gorgeous like, like blood red blood leather, red jacket. leather jacket. jacket. And like you Ugh. see all that and then what I love is like then it cuts after like that, like it pans out and everything like that and then it ends with like him waking up in like this like McShafe like Jack Jack and it's all colorized and then you get to also see man thing in color and you're like holy fuck this is like, awesome he's like this gorgeous color of green he's got these gorgeous red eyes and you're like wow you really do look a lot like Cthulhu but you also have a lot of like swamp thing going on like it's just like this gorgeous like blend of like, like I loved... everything like the artistry and like the graphics for man thing were so so good yeah no so oh then, my God. and so then yeah. like they have like this ridiculous little like lighthearted while conversation. they're just drinking like <laughs> coffee or yeah. something like that in the morning or whatnot it's just the funniest and then, like they murdered like so many people and then what and i love just, like, though having but coffee. during this whole thing they just are playing somewhere over the rainbow yeah i know and, and that's literally how the movie like this movie ends and then i'm in my head i'm just like okay are you doing another one because or, please do because i want to see more of this this was fucking fun oh, so yeah fantastic. so so before we give our review we'll give the reviews that everyone else uh gave it so i can get imdb because i'm already on there okay because i was just gonna pull up um yeah so uh okay so i have rotten tomatoes and the users okay so imdb gave it 7.3 out of 10 yeah so rotten tomatoes gave it a 91 percent and nice. then 85 percent of people love this movie yeah it came out october 7th uh yeah, Laura Donald, uh, Janelle Garcia Bernal, and uh, uh, Her- oh, Ga- Gael Garcia Bernal, and then Harriet uh, Samson Harris. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they were like the main people in that movie. Um, and then Kirk R. Thatcher was the v- Scottish Viking dude. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm gonna just just be hacky and just go. Okay, so out of five out of five blood diamonds, what would you give Werewolf Five. Night? Thank you. Okay, yeah, I'm in the same Flat boat. Five, I'm like, I fucking like, loved it. Oh, so good. I, wa- I watched this motherfucking thing twice, Like, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to watch it again before the end of like. Yeah, October. I did too, and I was just as enthralled both times. I like, fucking loved oh, it. Like, so, so, so if you're a Marvel fan and you don't know too much about horror films, I feel like this is actually a perfect great medium because you don't actually have to know anything about Universal Monsters and stuff yeah, like there's that. There's nothing that really introduces like Marvel stuff, and it pretty much stands on its own. Yeah, it definitely stands on its own, but it also, it also makes me wonder, I'm like, do you think they're going to release, like, like, as much as I would like to see it, because I didn't mention this when we were watching something, which will be our next episode, so tune in for that one, but uh, I was also like, I'm like, I kind of am also curious to see this in full color. Oh, yeah. But I also love the black and white of it because I mentioned that with... So next week, we're going to be diving into the monsters. Not only are we going to be talking about the Rob Zombie movie, but I'll be talking about the actual series because I'm a huge fan of that series and I, I got Anna to start watching. We got to finish the first season and second season because I only did two seasons, but they're, they're, that's yeah, a I show... Yeah, I think we're like roughly halfway through the first. Yeah, so uh, that's, a, that's a thing that I'm definitely doing all my research and getting all my facts and everything right because I just absolutely know everything about the inside and outs of that fucking weird show that I absolutely love. Um, But uh, we'll talk about that next. But there was a part in that movie where I'm like, as much as I love the color in that movie and stuff like that, I was like, oh, man, they should give us some black and white. And then they did. And I was like, it does look like no joke. I wouldn't mind watching the Rob Zombie monster movie in a black and white cut. Like, oh, yeah, I think it would still fucking work. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, but we'll talk about that. But yeah, five out of five bloodstones from Anna and I. um, Yeah, I absolutely loved uh, Werewolf by Night. I hope Marvel does more of these kind of things. Um, I also hope uh, Universal takes some fucking notes. And no joke, I think if you were to release a black and white monster movie at this day and age and get the right director and do everything that, it would probably do fucking gangbusters. As much as you don't think people want to see a black and white fucking movie, this one fucking slapped. Oh, yeah. Like, I absolutely agree. They need to, like... Yes, black and white can be a little bit hard on the eyes, but honestly... This one was beautiful, though. Yeah, A, this one was beautiful, and B, like, less than an hour, your eyes are going to be fine. Oh, I was fine. I was Well, I'm just used to all that kind of... Look, look, I'm just saying... Most of the people who've seen Marvel movies, you've probably seen the first Clerks, so get off your high horse. And Okay, yeah, and also, like, if you're like, well, it's going to look... Like, dude, just, like, look at it. Look at it as, like... An ep- like a Netflix episode. Fuck. Like, that's pretty much how long it is. I'm just going to throw this out here because I know for a fact he, they're never going to do it. But I know for a fact if I say it, Kevin Smith would be like, fuck, I should do that. Kevin Smith, once you finally release Clerks 3, like on your uh, Blu-rays and DVDs and stuff like that, we can actually rent that or buy that right now on Ooh. Amazon, I think. But, uh, but you still need to see the second one. I know. Anyways... Um, but I was going to say, if you literally just release the black and white collection and just did all three of those movies in black and white, Dude. I guarantee it, I would buy it. And I guarantee a lot of people would buy it too. Now, guess what? If you are going to take this idea, throw a little credit my way. I'm not asking for money. Just be like, hey, the black and white idea was fucking Stephen Mooney. Uh, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, but you'll never hear this podcast and no one will ever hear it. So whatever. It's fine. Uh, but anyways, thank you guys for listening. But yeah, I absolutely love this movie. I highly recommend it. You have Disney plus. Fuck. Same. If this actually, I even told Dan, if this actually comes out on like a physical copy, because oh, yeah, I would, buying it because I would love to know if there's any behind the scene shit. First day it's available. B- I, I'm probably going to buy this because this is something I definitely want in my collection. So um, uh, again, 
uh, I might sound like I was blowing this movie, and that's fine. This is my opinion. Everyone's entitled yeah. to their opinion. Again, I've never none read... None of this was sponsored, like... Well, no, it, of course it's not sponsored. Like, none of this was to be, like... I'm definitely not, like, a fan, like, a Marvel fanatic, so, like... Like, I like their shows, but their movies, like, I am kind of... It depends okay, on the movie. we don't need to go down that So, path. I'm just saying, like, whenever I say okay, I um, enjoy this, I, I really do mean, like, this was very enjoyable. It was a lot of fun. This was fun. This was great. So, yeah. So, I think I'm going to tell Eric to also release this as a episode of uh, Longboxcast, because we did talk a oh, lot of comic books yeah. as well. So, this is our mashup episode, but 150 episodes of Not Only to Be Horrorcast. Thank you all for tuning in. We do appreciate it. But, yeah, do yourself a favor. Check out Werewolf by Night. I highly recommend it. You won't be disappointed. If you are disappointed, then I guess come at me with a butcher knife. I don't know. Um, <laughs> excuse me. And, uh, yeah, so this is going to wrap up this episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. I'm steve And I'm Anna. And until next time. Carpe Noctum. This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out 4iRadio.com. <laughs> I'm gonna eat your flesh.